You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Well, since we're talking Raven football, let's say hello to a man who won a Super Bowl ring playing for Baltimore, James Trapp, the former NFL quarterback. James, thanks so much for taking the time, and congratulations on being named executive director of the NFL Legends community. We have a great partnership with that initiative. What does the honor mean to you, and what do you hope to achieve running this outstanding program? Well, I'm thankful to be on, guys. Uh... But really, you know, what we're trying to achieve is continuation of things that are already in place, you know, and then being boots on the ground to connect our players, you know, back to the resources that's available for them and also connect them back to their former team and teammates and definitely, you know, continue to that relationship with the NFL, um, continue to drive that home. James, you know, other than playing against you, now having a chance to talk to you on air, it's a, it's a different place, but good to hear from you. Um, <laughs> to be a part of of... of uh, the Legends community, uh, you were in the game at one point in time, and you knew what was lacking from the standpoint of that type of a community, meaning that you're making guys relevant again, not just on the field, but also bringing back the relevance of the things that they did and also how he can help that community grow even more to have that family away from the game that he once loved. What does that mean to you to obviously be the director of that, that uh, part of the Legends community? Well, you know, Cordell, you know, it means a lot. You know, it means a lot um, to come full circle, basically, uh, in the NFL. You know, starting out in the 93, in the 90s, and then kind of working my way through. But to be back in place. And the biggest thing, Cordell, is that we're able to, you know, continue this legacy of of, of uh, excellence within the NFL. You know, and to tie guys back into um, the, the league office and, and with each other, man, is just awesome. You know, there are a lot of benefits to uh, – to the Legends community right now that, you know, I myself wasn't even aware of until I started paying more attention and, you know, being more involved on the administrative side of the NFL. So it's awesome just to uh, have this opportunity and this platform to help, you know, drive home again, you know, that connection and, and, and um, um, availability to the players so that they, they don't feel like they're left out there. Cause there's a lot of resources out there for us right now. And um, I want the guys to tap into them and, and feel confident that, you know, the league is doing its very best by them and for them. James Trapp is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. James, I remember when you played, you were the fastest man in football. You were also a very physical player, certainly playing to the echo of the whistle. What changed in your life on the way to becoming the team chaplain for the Atlanta Falcons? Well, you know, that transition happened from the Raiders to the Ravens. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we had a chaplain. We had a priest at the Raiders. We had a chaplain at, at the Ravens. And, um, you know, I just really didn't feel like I needed anything when I was younger. You know, as I got older and wiser, you know, I kind of leaned on that chaplain and kind of helped change my life. And then also in the locker room, you know, I had Rod Woodson and Harry Swain. Um, you know, those guys I kind of knew from the league, from the experience, and seeing their lives had changed. I was like, man, maybe it's a chance for me to uh, – you know, rewrite some things. And, you know, I, I'll never look back on that. That was, um, that was a great opportunity for me to change and grow as a man, as a player, you know, and um, I'm thankful for uh, the journey I've been on this for. Who have you reached out to so far, James, when it comes down to those players you're, you're trying to, to get in touch with, to be, have them a part of the fraternity again in a sense, to, to let them know, you know, there's a place for them to – to come hang out, so to speak, and, and, and get caught back up into the game that they once loved by not just playing the game, but again, uh, by just communicating with their fellow 
uh, brothers that they had an opportunity to play with or play against? I started last night. You know, we got a chance to go to New England up there with the Patriots. Man, got a chance to see their alumni club, and we got to speak to their group. You know, but I have five directors that I'm going to be touching base with. I've already touched base with Ed Reynolds. I was actually with him last night. And then Donovan Darius, you know, which is interesting about Donovan Darius is I was a player coach with the Jacksonville Jaguars my, my last year in the league. So we have a real good relationship. And then I've spoken with Max Strong and Leonard Wheeler. Um, and then I've, let, I've yet to speak with Chad Pennington. He's another director. And then we have like 16 coordinators that work under each one of those guys. So I'm going to be reaching out to those 16 coordinators, reaching out again to my directors, and then what we'll do is just kind of go forward um, with, you know, touching base with players. You know, I have a uh, lunge, I have a laundry list of things I want to get done and I, I need to get done, and then I have a, a list of guys that I'll still stay in contact with um, just from my playing days. And I won't be remiss to, to uh, remember my old high school teammate who's also a director, uh, Will Shields. So, you know, I'm really excited about uh, – you know this opportunity, Cardell, and, and I'll be reaching out to you as well because you're a former player. Yes, sir. And Will Shields, great friend of the program, going to join us tomorrow here on the NFL on TuneIn, chatting with James Trapp, executive director of the NFL Legends community. James, a couple years ago, you were the assistant director of player engagement for the Bills. What did you take away from that experience? You know, I really took away from just learning about the administrative portion of the NFL. You know, and player engagement is like the human resources for the underworld. You know, you, you, you're tapped into every division, every department on that team, you know, and you're dealing primarily with the players. And, you know, that really gave me a great insight to what, the, what, the, what was needed and what's needed still. And then, you know, how to better um, implement certain um, programming that, you know, guys need coming in the game while they're in the game and when they're leaving the game. So, you know, I'm really excited about this opportunity uh, being a chance to revitalize some guys that may not be attached to the league, and then also staying in touch with guys that are on their way out of the league. You know, because we, um, we have about nine affinity groups that are attached to this that can help give guys um, a great transition out of the league as well as coming in the league. You know, so I'm excited about the whole opportunity. When you think of the NFLPA, uh, that's a lot of players currently uh, who either is a part of the NFLPA for as being a spokesperson for their teams or guys who were a part of a team at some point in time that actually is on the board, do you deal with them heavily uh, when it comes down to trying to grab a few players uh, to get that assistance and help to make sure they grab that you guys grab the right people so that you can have them a part of the Legends community? Yes, that's going to be a, a part of me is just really getting a chance to sit down with each one of the infinity groups, NFLPA being, being a, a large part of that, sitting down with them, seeing where our guys are, what guys are outspoken, what guys we can use to um, help build this platform, you know, a little broader and a little wider. You know, so I'm really excited about the opportunity to sit down with those guys over there. And, you know, I got I know a lot of people over there already, so it's going to be great. James, we have a lot of former players listening to this show. What would you say to somebody who might feel removed from our sport and is looking for some support, some assistance? Well, there's a couple things I want, two things I really want to hit home with is they need to sign up. You know, sign up for your uh, uh, Legends community. You can sign up on NFL.com backslash Legends. That's NFL.com backslash Legends. And also, they can follow us on, on social media. You know, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, also LinkedIn. So it's not hard to find. It's not hard to reconnect. It's just a matter of our guys, you know, reconnecting, willing to reconnect. And, um, you know, I'm going to be calling them. You know, I, I'm going to have a list of phone numbers, and I'm going to be on the phone every day 
reaching out to guys, see where they are, see how we can help, um, driving them back to the website so they can see all the benefits and the resources that are available to them uh, right now where they are. James, we appreciate the information. As we say goodbye, Cordell's always lecturing me about how fast his 40 time was at the Combine. Let's go back in the day. Vintage Cordell versus Vintage James Trap. Who wins in a race straight up? Straight up, I'm backpedaling, and I'm going to definitely get <laughs> You know, I let him have that one. He can have that one. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I let him have that one. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm going to backpedal, Cordell, and I'm still going to win. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. But you know what? I made a lot of people on that Baltimore Ravens team mad at me when I played against John. You know it. It was a lot of frustration, a lot of game planning. And Ray Lewis was the main one who came up to me and told me, he said, hey, man, you know what? Having to go against you and cover you, he said, that was a big problem. I said, yeah, because then all of a sudden you had Jerome coming out of backfield. Or you had Tim Lester coming out of backfield. So that's fine. As long as I have help from them, or you know, James, you can have it. Or high, high. That's, right. <laughs> that's right, man. But good talking with you, James. We appreciate it. Congratulations on having the opportunity to be at the tops when it comes down to getting those guys in, uh, in check and, and having them come around to, to reunite again, uh, not just in the game, but outside the game to try to bring back those old memories again. Yes, I thank you for that. And it's, uh, it's always a pleasure, Cordell. Like I said, I'll be reaching out to you. Okay, bro. Thank appreciate you, James. That. We appreciate the information. Congratulations. Right. Yes, thank you. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.